Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. And I found a story particularly interesting that uh, I, I saw on Global News. Most Canadians trust media, but a similar share worry about fake news being weaponized. This is a um, survey that was run. 71% of Canadians say they're increasingly concerned about fake news. And... Uh, why not? Now, who's the who's delivering the fake news? See, sometimes media reports and media gets blamed for or media get blamed for delivering fake news, but in fact, it's the source that delivers the fake news, and then media report. Sometimes a little more complicated than it appears. And uh, in a little bit in this hour, I'm going to be asking you whether you actually believe Justin Trudeau, whether you think he's telling the truth in this whole issue of the PMO and SNC-Lavalin and Trudeau and Jody Wilson-Raybould. I mean, Trudeau's changed his story three times just this week. So when it comes to fake news, I think this, this survey is particularly interesting because it's what people are saying. It's people's points of view. Hello, everybody. It's the Roy Green Show. Did I mention that? Professor Jane Kirtley joins us. She's a really appreciated guest on this program. Professor of Media Ethics and Law at the Hubbard School of Journalism and Mass Communication at the University of Minnesota. She also does a lot of work in this country on media ethics. She served as the executive director of the Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press for 14 years, and her books include Media Law and Media Ethics Today. Jane, it's good to speak with you, and uh, may I ask you please to just provide us your definition of fake news. Good afternoon, Roy. It's a pleasure. And my definition would be um, promulgating knowingly false information, that is, information that you know is not true, with the intent to deceive. I don't consider a mistake to be fake news. Mm -hmm. um, you know, good faith error, that's not fake news. And statements or a fact with which we disagree will not necessarily be fake news. So what but is a reporter... Sorry. I'm sorry. No, yeah, what, 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 say it's the knowledge and the intent to deceive that I think are critical. Okay. So, so what does a reporter do? What does a, a journalist do when, uh, when you have a situation like the one that's going on in this country right now? where the Prime Minister of Canada changes his story three times in one week. Um, what's the responsibility of the, of the journalist, of the reporter? Do you, are, is it your responsibility to, to filter out, to find the truth in the message, or is it your re responsibility to report the story? And I'm not a reporter. I'm an opinions person. Uh, I think person. the answer is both. Uh, you know, we can uh, walk and chew gum at the same time. I think that the public has an interest in knowing what its elected officials are saying. Um, we need to know what they're saying. But we also have an obligation to do some fact-checking. And 
you know, there are a number of institutions here in the United States, and I suspect in Canada too, that see that as one of their goals. Uh, just as an example, I noticed that after President Trump's speech yesterday, um, the Washington Post, and I'm not saying particularly the Post, there are any numbers, but I just happened to see this one, had uh, a section in the paper where they went through his factual assertions and made judgments about whether or not those were truthful or fact-based. And I found it you know, pretty compelling uh, to take on that kind of rhetoric uh, and I think that's what journalists should do. But again, by the same token, I absolutely think that the public needs to know what our elected officials are saying, and that should be, at least in the initial reporting, unfiltered because the public has a right to know literally what was being said. But what turns that into journalism is then doing the background work to determine whether it's accurate or not. Okay, so I'm looking at this story. And they interviewed the, uh, the the pollster, and out of this I get is that the pollster seems to think that people can't identify what fake news is. And I would argue that news consumers and uh, the the numbers of people consuming news on a daily basis are up this year over what they were last year. I would argue that news consumers are a pretty savvy bunch and can tell when they're being fed a news organization's preferred positions or a political party's preferred philosophy. Um, I, I, I really think that people get it. What do you think? Well, I, I found that story that you, you, you shared it with me. I thought found it very encouraging because of the growing numbers of Canadians that are seeking out news from sources other than social media. Right. There are obviously uh, times when journalists and, and other you know, knowledgeable experts do use social media to, to uh, you know, pr- provide information, but far more frequently social media is being used for propaganda is, is the word I would use. And that happens on the left, it happens on the right, it happens in the middle, it, and it's, it's disturbing. I hope that you're right about the people's uh, ability to discern the difference between news and um, fake, fake news. But I'm not entirely sure that that's true, and frankly, I'm getting a little more concerned as I look down the road because you probably saw the story about some new artificial intelligence that's being uh, developed, which its developers think is so dangerous they don't even want to uh, release it because it really will be very difficult to determine whether it's truthful or whether it's it's fully fabricated because the AI has has caught into sort of the way news is presented by traditional outlets, and they're able to mimic that. So I hope you're right, and and this is not an issue of t- saying people are stupid or people aren't discerning or people are deliberately closing their eyes. My point is it's getting much, much more sophisticated than it was even two or three years ago in the ability to basically mimic what I would describe as legitimate news reporting and, you know, I was talking about this in my ethics class the other day because one of the things about good journalism is that it's almost like the scientific method. You can replicate what the journalist has been able to determine by knowing what his or her methodology was. If you're not able to do that, then you really are at the mercy of whatever that particular journalist or outlet is providing to, to you. And I, I hate to say at their, your mercy because credibility ought to be earned, but sometimes, frankly, it's not. Well, Jane, I thank you very much for joining us. I'm going to be asking our callers next what their view is of what's been going on and is going on in this country uh, vis-a-vis the PMO, the allegations made against the prime minister's office, 
the prime minister himself, he's got he's gotten himself into this uh, debate by um, you know, contradicting himself. The former attorney general and a massive engineering company in uh, in Montreal, SNC Lavalin. Fake news, uh, huge story, but I, I really have a lot of confidence in consumers. Maybe it's because I, I deal with our listeners to this program. Jane, thank you. It's always always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much, Roy. Professor Jane Kirtley on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network, Media Ethics Prof. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.